Hi, I'm Steve. I'm Pablo. And I'm Will. And this is the Train Professionals Podcast. going everyone we are back from an exciting week 12 Uh, a lot of high scores a few upsets here and there Uh, overall a really fun week for football I'd say Uh, Thanksgiving games were both blowouts but uh, great performances from the teams Uh, yeah just an awesome week Uh, we're coming to you right now Uh, we are not in the basement of an undisclosed location but in the upstairs of an undisclosed location. We have moved uh, from our other recording place because Tom provided it to us. Uh, Tom is out today because he had a family matter that he had to attend. Uh, We'll see uh, if he's back, but yeah, right now he's on vacation in Florida, sunny Florida. He's scouting the Jaguars. He is scouting the Jaguars. Uh, He's scouting some Florida State players for the Washington football team to get maybe. Uh, we'll see about that. You know it's a big deal when uh, Tom is not on the podcast with a Washington football team win uh, because those don't come around too often, So, and we would never hear the end of it if he was still here. Um, but, yeah, pretty fun week. Pablo's Patriots won. Uh, I, I want to talk about the Cardinals a little later. But right now let's uh, go over our top players of the week. Pablo, you want to start it off with the guy right now who owns week 12. I mean – I, I can't imagine him getting topped in the next two games that are going to happen, uh, Packers versus Bears and Eagles versus Seahawks. But go ahead and uh, talk about him. No way, man. I think we all know who we're talking about. It's Patrick Mahomes' favorite target, Tyreek Hill. Completely torched the Tampa Bay secondary this week. In the first half alone, he had 40 fantasy points. First half alone. His final stats were 13 receptions for 200 and a whopping 69 yards and three incredible touchdowns. All of them were deep from Patrick Mahomes. Look, when Patrick Mahomes is throwing to Tyreek Hill, it's beautiful. Patrick Mahomes knows exactly where to place the ball, and Tyreek Hill has a speed to burn just about anybody in the National Football League. And one of his touchdowns was ridiculous. He... He did a flip into the end zone. Uh, we also got a classic um, two thumbs up from the glove. You know how he put the. You oh. know how he can't do the peace sign oh, anymore. Oh, peace sign, yeah. Yeah. So he's got a. What, what does he do? So on his glove, he painted black two of his fingers. So oh. all he does is stick out his hand. So it looks like he's doing the oh. peace sign. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. Tyreek Hill ended up with 57 fantasy points in a PPR league, a standard PPR league, and. Yeah, that's just incredible. Whenever somebody surpasses the 50-point mark in fantasy, you know that they just blew everybody else out of the water. Even the 40 or 30 fantasy point mark, really. Exactly, exactly. He almost got 60, and that's insane. Um, I think this might be the best performance we'll have all season from a player. I know Tyler Lockett had a really good game. Um, I think it was like in week 7 or week 6. Justin Jefferson had a sick game earlier in the year. Yeah. Oh, but this performance from Tyreek Hill was incredible. And I think at the end of the season, looking back, this Tyreek Hill game 
will be the greatest fantasy performance this season. Yeah. Well, you got anything to say about that? No. I mean, Tyreek was amazing this week. 56 points. So anyone who has him on his team, you guys are you're doing great. So, uh, yeah. I got, I got one more thing to say. Hang on. <laughs> uh, if anyone uh, saw that clip, it's uh, Tyree Kill. He's picking up the phone. He's uh, calling the president, and uh, he's telling the Bucks fans that help is on the way. Uh, yeah. They need help. Imagine being in a—it's—it's it's an away game, and you're a Tampa Bay fan, super pumped. Mahomes versus Brady. You think that the Buccaneers are going to do well, and then you just have Tyree Kill embarrass your entire defense in one game like that's so sad i i got one more thing to say this is about the game overall but uh this is the first time i actually wanted tom brady to win a game first time ever i never ever wanted him to win a game before this because i want the chiefs to i wanted the chiefs to drop a game (coughs) so that the bills were only behind by one uh more playoff seating things but uh Tom Brady let me down today. Uh, the one time that I actually didn't want Tom him Brady to lose. Tom Brady will let you down. Yeah, the one time he I didn't will. want him to lose, he lost the game, which is just absolutely incredible. So thank you for that, Tom. I hate you even more now. Uh, will, who's your first guy? Uh, my first player this week is Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry, I have him on my fantasy team, 38.5 points. Just an absolute unit this week um, against the Colts. I believe the score was 45-26, to but uh, we'll read off his stats here. Uh, 27 carries, 178 yards, and three touchdowns. So, I mean, that's 38 points is quite a lot in fantasy, and you you don't often see that from a running back, so that's very good to see. That is not his highest game all year. Week 6, he had 40 points, but still, it was a great performance by Derrick Henry, so... That's, uh, that's my player of the week. I think this is more important, at least, because this was against the Colts. And um, we'll see what happens with this division. I still think the Colts are going to win it. I think they have more than the Titans. Uh, yeah. But th- this was a big game for the Colts to win. If the Colts won it, I think they have it. But now uh, it's still in contention. The Titans are up a game, obviously. Um, yeah, so... Rough week for the Colts. Uh, yeah. They it looked like they were coming back at the end a little, and then uh, they tried an onside kick, and AJ Brown returned it for a touchdown. So that was the end of any sort of comeback attempt. I was pretty miffed about that. I really yeah. wanted them I to mean, win that on game. An, on another note, like especially with the Colts, like with Philip Rivers, like you can't. There's really no way to root against Philip Rivers. Like no always, way. You always want to see Philip Rivers win. But obviously today he couldn't pull it off. But a comeback would have been pretty pretty sick from him. But. Yeah, DeForest Buckner is important for that Colts defense because Derrick Henry bullied everybody there. The Colts defense is one of the best in the league, either them or the Steelers. And no DeForest Buckner, and then Derrick Henry comes out and demolishes them in the first half. I remember I'd be watching the Patriots game on my phone. And on CBS, this Titans-Colts game would be playing. And I'd look up, Titans score, and I'd look at my brother, I'd be like, was it Derrick Henry? And he'd be like, yeah. It's every time. Yeah, every time. He's just, I mean, you just watch him run out there. Like, 
he like he's a force of nature. I know. Like, the the craziest part is they know it's coming and they can't stop it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, absolutely crazy. I, I don't even think he was like the starter for like two years for the Titans. I think it was Dion Lewis they were starting <laughs> over again. Yeah. I, I was like, I, I mean, I, I, I didn't know he would be what he is today, but I was still thinking to myself like, this guy won the Heisman in college. Like, wh- what are you doing? But, yeah. Uh, my guy here... Uh, this is for Tom and I, I would say. Uh, Antonio Gibson, uh, converted wide receiver to running back on Thanksgiving, goes out and shows that he is going to be a force to reckon with for a while, hopefully. Uh, 20 attempts for 115 yards and three touchdowns for a total of 36.6 fantasy points. Uh, I had him in one of my important leagues, but then I was playing him in my other, playing against him in my other league, so I was I had a conflict of interest there, but uh, just gotta say, incredible performance from him. I actually traded him away in the league that I was playing against him in, so yeah, that that's uh, that stings a little. Yeah, he was feasting, and how appropriate it was on Thanksgiving. They For gave sure. the ball to him, and it was just a green light from there, just green pastures, you know. Yeah, he he was off with the he was off with the horses. He was he was off to the races. It was like a racetrack. He was just running around and around, just unstoppable. Yeah, a hat trick's easy to get if you're like you know a goal line guy, but when you get a hat trick and you get a hundred plus rushing yards, you're the real deal. And yeah. this guy deserves a lot of hype. Um, James Robinson has not been doing so well. He's been doing all right. He's been doing all right. But he hasn't been performing the way he was earlier in the season. I think if Antonio Gibson keeps this up, he'll take that crown from him, uh, maybe even Offensive Rookie of the Year. Yeah, I would agree. Uh, I said last week that James Robinson was the best rookie running back. Um, Changing it now to Antonio Gibson. Uh, All right, Pablo, who's your next guy? My next guy is the GOAT, the one and only Nick Folk. Not Nick Foles. This guy is a stud. Nick he Foles was, is the goat, though. He was two for two on extra points. Perfect. And he was two for two on field goals. One very important 50-yard game winner. Now, Nick Folk was kicker for the Jets for about seven years. Was not that well. Not good. No, um, whenever no, no. we'd play them... He'd do really bad. I remember that. He went to go to Tampa when Tampa Bay was really bad. I remember playing the Patriots played the Buccaneers on a Thursday night football. And I think this is one of Bob Mennerty's best videos. But Nick Folk had four field goal attempts and shanked all of them. <laughs> right? So this guy's not good. Nope. He comes to New England after Steven Goskowski gets injured last year and does a mediocre job. Um, Bill Belichick doesn't really attempt field goals unless it's within 40 yards now because he's our kicker. Um, so not not that great. And then this season, I don't know, something clicks. He has a um, above 90% field goal percentage. Um, and I don't know, Bill really turned his career around. Yeah. He's playing um, very good football. Bill, Bill seems to have that effect on a lot of people. Yeah. Nick Folk is old. I think this is his 12th year in the league. Um, and then he comes out 
Um, doesn't really attempt field goals past the 50-yard line. But, man, game on the line, three well, seconds not, left. Not many people attempt field goals beyond the 50-yard line. Exactly. Uh, Mr. Tyler Bass. The end of the game. Cam Newton throws one of the worst interceptions I've ever seen, right? Absolutely <laughs> atrocious. <laughs> one timeout left, two timeouts left. Um, we use both of them to stop the clock. And shout out to the Patriots D-line. You guys did an excellent job stopping Kenyon Drake. Um, fourth down, 42-yard field goal. Zane Gonzalez misses it. Wide left. Wide left. Patriots get one more chance with no timeouts with under a minute left. Cam drives down the field, redeems himself. Cam played a terrible game, by the way. I'll talk about that later. But Nick Folk, when it mattered, he drills it um, with time running out. And it was it was beautiful. It was beautiful. It was the second game winner of the season. And I just need to give love to the kickers, man. He did an insane job. He exceeded my expectations. Um, don't be surprised if you see me walking around with a Nick Folk jersey from now on. My man did an amazing job, for yeah. sure. Yeah. Uh, incredible game. Uh, Arizona versus the Patriots. It, Bill Belichick is a defensive genius. Uh, you can hate him. You can love him. I mean, you just got to give him his respect. He, he shut down Kyler today. Uh, shout out to the Patriots. Bill Belichick, I, I don't know. Top three. Greatest coaches of all time. I, I, I don't know who my number one is. I, I still think I got to give it to Vince Lombardi. But even still, incredible for Bill Belichick. Well, uh, my second player of the week, by no means an outstanding performance. Only 17 points in fantasy, which is pretty good. But uh, Chad Beebe. Chad Beebe. Chad Beebe. However you want to say it. This is more of like a celebrity shout-out here. But this guy had... He he called a fair catch, I believe, and fumbled it, you know, gave up the ball when the game was on the line. And then he comes back and he catches what was, in effect, the game-winning touchdown. So, redemption from Chad Beebe. I loved watching him play today, so that's... That's going to be my second player of the week. Yeah, yeah. In, in a game that mattered for the Vikings, me exactly. and Steve talked about it on the last podcast. We talked about the Vikings. Um, they're in the playoff mix, and they needed to win. They were playing a good Panthers team, and Chad Beebe comes up clutch when it matters, and that's what you really like to see in players, when they perform when it matters most. Yeah, yeah. Punched in the mouth, knocked down, got back up. Scored the touchdown. That's what football is all about. Yep. All right. Um, next guy I got, another Thanksgiving performer, uh, Will Fuller. Way to go. Uh, this, is, this is an effect from Deshaun Watson, who also had an amazing game. So shout out to Deshaun. Um, Will Fuller had six receptions for 171 yards and two touchdowns. I mean, uh, take a bow. That, that's an incredible performance on primetime. Um, he's kind of stepped up to become that number one receiver without D Hop. Uh, I know, <laughs> I know this. It was an awful decision. I, I know D Hop is uh, kind of, you know, throwing a whole bunch of shade at the Texans for trading him for a second round pick. But I mean, I think everyone's happier this way. I mean, it, it just it's good to see Will Fuller shine. He was a first round pick, so uh, yeah, way to go to him and. Uh, 
Let me, let me just read you a tweet right now from Michael Florio from uh, NFL Network. Uh, if you played Will Fuller and Antonio Gibson today, enjoy your Sunday. Uh, that was on Thanksgiving. Uh, you won't believe who played against both of them. Uh, his first name begins with uh, Ste and ends with V. <laughs> Uh, it, it was it was a bad week for me in fantasy. Uh, I also started uh, one more guy. I'm, I'm gonna talk about this guy real quick. Um, you know, all the respect in the world to him, Kendall Hinton, uh, quarterback, quote unquote, for the Broncos. Um, absolutely atrocious game, but you know what? He went out there. He played. I mean, what what are you gonna do? You know, there's no reps in practice. It's it's rough. It's really rough. And uh, one more thing, I, I I'm I'm just gonna talk about this real quick. I know we're going a bit long on this section, but uh, Vic Fangio spoke on the QB situation in Denver. This is his quote: "I was disappointed on several levels that our QBs put us in that position. That our QBs put the league in that position." Um, you know that that's just an awful quote from the coach to say that. I I mean. It's really on the NFL that they didn't cancel this game. That that's that, that's all I gotta say. Like this is this is just a failure from the NFL to. <laughs> they they if you can't have a quarterback starting for your team, then you should just cancel the game. It's as simple as that. Uh, you can talk about you know what the QBs did or didn't do, but really the game should have been canceled. Uh, that simple. Yeah, exactly. When the Broncos are a team that's quote unquote in the hunt when games matter at this point in the season and you don't even postpone. You just keep the game at the time it's supposed to be and you give this guy one day of preparation. You you tell him on a Saturday, Oh, your quarterbacks are high risk, they can't play. That's ridiculous. The NFL is not doing a great job with this COVID nineteen no. problem. Yeah, Lamar Jackson, your your golden boy, your Madden cover athlete, your MVP gets COVID and you try to postpone that game till Tuesday. Probably won't even still play. But oh not That's not what I'm saying. Like you you you, you can't have like you can't choose, pick and choose which games get postponed and which ones don't. You have to be yeah, even there spread. Be a, there has to be a standard that everyone abides by. It yeah. can't just be like... You, you know, can't just make up the rules yeah. as you go. Everyone's going to be upset this way. Um, and I think that's a poor statement from Vic Fangio on the team. Really, I think he should be outraged. And I, by all means, scold your QB. But, uh, yeah, the bad job, NFL. But you guys got anything else to say? I mean, I don't even know. The NFL messed up. (laughs) They messed up bad. Well, yeah. All right. Uh, We're going to come back to you with some trash or cash. Stay tuned. are back with some trash or cash um the section that talks about whether or not a team is actually good or not i'm gonna start this one off uh i think it's fair to say i was correct a couple weeks ago the arizona cardinals are trash uh what do you guys think trash or cash arizona cardinals yeah i was wrong i i said they were cash i said that they were super bowl contender i said that they'd make a playoff run but look, a pa- the Patriots offense is 
really, really bad this year. You don't even know half our starters. And if you can't put up enough points for the Patriots' offense to out... To, to beat the Patriots' offense, exactly. really. Exactly. Yeah. It's, it's, it's hard to make a case for you, really. Exactly. Will? Yeah, I mean, I never, I've never, i never talked about the Cardinals. But no, no. Yeah, yeah. Know, I'm just going to say trash because, I mean, you know, I don't think they're winning in a way a playoff game. So. Now, I, I'm sticking with what I said before, too. I think they have all the talent in the world. I really do. But I think their coaching is going to hinder them. Uh until they fire, really, Cliff Kingsbury. I think it's going to be kind of a situation like, um, I, I think Miami a couple of years ago with Adam Gase, that's kind of like the comparison. They had so much talent with that team. Uh, they had Ryan Tannehill with them. and Minka Fitzpatrick. Minka Fitzpatrick, yeah. and their offense was good. Jay Ajayi, when he was absolutely insane with the Dolphins. Kenny Adam, Stills. Uh, yeah, Kenny Stills, uh, Jarvis Landry. I mean, they, they actually did have a whole bunch of uh, good players, but they could have never done anything with Adam Gase still around. They ended up firing Adam Gase. Uh, I think this is going to be sort of a slow kind of... It's it's going to suck for the Cardinals for a few years because they're not going to realize what the issue is because they're going to say, we have all this great talent. And then, you know, and they might realize it's the coaching. Or another good comparison is the Chargers. Uh Anthony Lynn is not a good coach. I think he's definitely on the hot seat, especially after today's play calling. There's a whole bunch of memes I'm seeing today about it. Um, but, yeah, Cardinals are trash. Uh, hey, I mean, I, I, I hope that they end up being cashed someday, but I think that that D-hop pass kind of blinded everyone. I know I <laughs> this is kind of salt right here because everyone was saying the Cardinals were good and you know, all this stuff. I, I just didn't see that great of a football team that the Bills were playing, and they had that incredible throw, so. Yeah, I mean, if you guys even make the playoffs, it'll be it'll be tough sledding. Um, I mean, they, they, they still do have a chance. Tough sledding. But, you know. I, I don't think they could win in a way playoff game. Yeah, that's the, that's the whole premise of this. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to go back and say trash. Right. Now, let's say they go off again. I might have to change my mind. No, I'm just kidding. No. I, I, I think they're trash. Yeah. Um, yeah, you were right with that D-hop note. That was perfect. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Will, I think you got a uh, pretty spicy trash or cash for us. Yeah, I'm going with the, the New York Jets here. 0-11, just an outstanding football team. Um, In their they, own right, really. Yeah. I mean, like, they, you know, they... They're they're decent. They they lost to the Dolphins today, twenty three. But uh, I think they have some potential. I think. I mean, are they gonna pull off a win? I don't know. I mean, considering the fact that they're eliminated from the playoff race, you know, I think that's pretty. That's a pretty tough case to make that they could win an away playoff game. Oh, for sure. But like, we're just talking hypothetically here. <laughs> and, I mean. <laughs> You know, everyone would, most people would say that the Jets are trash. Like, there's no way they're winning away a playoff game, all kinds of stuff like that. You know, they they haven't won any games. People would be like, how could they possibly win in a way, in a way playoff game? But I'm going to say that they're trash. I'm going to also go with what everyone else would say and say that they're trash. Yeah, but I mean... I don't think that's that hot of a take, man. Yeah, I mean, I don't think they have a shot at winning the division anymore. No, I, I yeah. think they're probably out of that. But I mean, on, on a real note, uh, 
If you're saying cash, um, you're either being sarcastic or uh, you belong in an insane asylum. Uh, exactly. So, you, I mean, it's not the greatest pick, but if there is, if there's some people out there with some lingering doubts about whether or not the the Jets would accomplish a, a win in a in an away playoff game, we're kind of sharing things up for yeah, you right just, now. This is like some closure. You know, no, for but, any Jets fans that are still holding out, you know. Watching the games, we're like, oh, we still got it. This is our year. Like, you know. Sorry, sorry to say, it's pal. It's kind of over. Um, uh, yeah. But let's just, I mean, this Jets team, uh, we've talked about them for a, before. Tom and I have. But, I mean, I think it's it's just kind of tragic to see that a team is this bad. I mean, like, we saw it with the Browns a few years ago with uh, – Who's the coach? Wait, how, Freddie, no. How was, am I forgetting? It, it's it wasn't Freddie Kitchens. It was um, it was that guy Hugh Jackson. Hugh Jackson. Sorry, is he is he even a coach anymore? I don't know. But, um, I mean, are we gonna see Owen sixteen again? Really, I think this team is even worse than that Browns team. Really, because I think that Browns team had more talent. Really, um, yeah. That's I I think that uh, wow. I mean, just. The Jets. I'm sorry to say this is you, you got a long road to go before you anything. I mean, yeah, dude. I mean, Owen sixteen. I think is becoming more of a trend. Um, it's a lot easier to go in sixteen just because the league is so much harder. I remember two thousand eight Lions. Everybody was talking about that Owen sixteen season for for like a decade. Yeah. And the Browns did it like a few years, like two years, three years ago. Yeah. yeah. And now the Jets are on pace to do it. Listen, Man. we're we're, ta- like, we're talking about the Browns right now. I mean, they're in the playoff race right now. This was like back in 2017. They went 0 16, and now they got Baker Mayfield, number one overall pick. Uh, after that 0 16 season, um, I mean, we're got some free agency. Yeah, so we could see Trevor, you know, come in and turn around this Jets franchise, that's not a good sign for the Bills or anyone else in the AFC East. Yeah, I remember you saying Adam Gase would be fired after the second Bills game, and they're still holding on to him. You need to let go of your of Adam Gase, man. Yeah, I, I made a wrong prediction. Uh, I, I didn't realize, though, that for some reason the Jets are adamantly against firing coaches halfway through the season, and they also have an unnatural attachment to him. But, uh, yeah. Jets are trash. Yeah. yeah, and I mean, on another note, like speaking of teams that go in sixteen, it's almost like it's almost like in baseball you have like the perfect game, right? Which you know is is obviously amazing when, to watch, and you're like you're for a pitcher. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're going like you even if you hate the team, like. You know, you want to see you want to see that pitcher, pitcher takes a perfect game into like you know the seventh or eighth inning. It's like everyone's like everyone's pulling for that pitcher, you know. So yeah. now it's almost like everyone's kind of pulling for the Jets to go in sixteen. Uh, did you uh, like? Well, yeah. Real quick, uh, did you see that uh, Fox named uh, Lucas Giolito's no hitter as like the best baseball moment of the season? I did not. No, but no. that was that was a great moment. I loved that game. That yeah, we. Were, I was watching that. Yeah, yeah, but. Uh, you're saying you're pulling them for them to go eleven sixteen? <laughs> yeah, I mean, like you know, at a certain point in the season, it's like, all right, you know, you don't want them to go one and fifteen. Like, who cares if you get one win? It's like it's much. You're gonna go. You're not gonna go down in history for going one and fifteen. Like the Jaguars are gonna do this year. Yes, yeah. but you will go down in history for going zero and sixteen. You know, because like right. think about it this way, like. 
we've we've talked about the Browns who've gone 0 and 16 and the Lions, but there's probably been plenty of teams who've gone like 1 and 15, 2 and 14, but we, you know, nobody knows their name. So like, if the Jets are trying to go down in history for something here, like you know, might as, well, as well just go for it. Might as well make some history. I mean, exactly. I okay, I, we're talking way too much about the Jets, but. Uh, Poor Frank Gore. Um, <laughs> this is his probably last year in the NFL. I mean, we keep saying that, but uh, he says like he had a press conference and just looked broken. He said, "I can't be on a team that goes 0 and 16. I can't have that happen." Basically, so rough, rough stuff. I know. Um, how about Frank Gore Jr. Guys, I mean, college yeah. football. I, I, he could be a prospect uh, in the. Upcoming draft, uh, what, like two or three years from now? But, yeah. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. All right. Enough with the Jets. Pablo, who's your uh, team? My team is the Vikings. Yeah. They are trash, but we talked about it, and this win was crucial. No Adam Thielen, and you guys can still go out there and compete with one of the better teams that don't look so good on paper but are very tough, which are the Panthers. Vikings, man. You guys can make a playoff push, especially with the seventh seed now yeah. that has been installed into the NFL playoff format. Nine and seven can get you into the playoffs. Usually nine and seven is a contender for the sixth seed, but now with the seventh seed... that's a, That locks you in. Locks you in. Yeah. They play the Jaguars next. Yeah, that should be a win. They play the Lions, which should be a win. And they play the Bears, who basically are on one leg now. Um, so I'm giving you guys three wins. You guys are playing the Saints. So they'll have eight wins at least right there. Exactly. And then, you know, they they could get a win off the Bears. That's a division win right mm-hmm. there. Um, oh, so you, you were saying those three. Yeah. So then, they got to steal a win off of the Saints and the Buccaneers. And really, this Taysom Hill yeah. Saints is not um, Drew Brees run Saints yeah. at all. And if you guys can beat the Panthers and you guys can beat the Packers... You guys have a shot at the Saints with Taysom Hill. Same with the Buccaneers. The Buccaneers have been playing terrible Awfully. football in the last five games. Look, you guys going up and beating the Buccaneers does not sound impossible. Um, you guys have four. If you guys get four wins, if they get four wins. You're in, I think. They're in. One. Yeah. Do I see them winning out? Absolutely. It so. could happen. It could happen. I don't. Winning out is such a hard thing to do. Mm-hmm. But yeah, they have to win all the games they're expected to win, and then win two more games, which they probably are not going to be picked in. But um, it's definitely a possibility, and I could see them winning in a way playoff game. Uh, they they overcame a whole bunch of adversity today. Um, they would have to knock off a second seed in the NFC North if we're talking about this year's playoff. So. Uh, who would that be? Maybe the Packers. Uh, I, I think it might be... Whew, it might be an in-division team. The yeah, Saints, I, I think it might... Buccaneers. Uh, oh, no. Wow. wow. <laughs> I, it's all right. Yeah, I, I mean, I was saying the Packers. Yeah, so it might be the Packers that they would have to knock off to get there. Uh, are... I, I got to look at this, uh, the playoff picture, but I could definitely see them winning in a white playoff game. So um, you say they're cash? I do say they are cash. Yeah, I mean, Kirk Cousins did it last year. Sixth seed went up against the Saints, who were very hyped up. And Drew Brees played a really good game. And they had Michael Thomas, who had his best year of his career. And they they upset them in the playoffs. Um, yeah, so it's a very good possibility. Um, yeah. I'll, I'll give it to you, yeah. Yeah, Will, what do you think? Um, yeah. yeah. Yeah, trash or cash? Trash or cash? Um, 
I'm gonna go with trash on this one. All right. I mean, that's fair. I can yeah. see where you're coming from. Kirk Cousins' run team is not. Yeah. Not easy to say cash. I for. mean, like, they've definitely had some games where it's like, you know, where has this team been? Like, like this is a good football team, and then some some weeks it's like. What Yeesh. is going like? Yeah, like what is going on here? So like, I just I, I cannot see them, you know, pulling through it in a way a playoff game. Yeah, I, mean, I think you kind of have to have a sort of Tennessee Titans esque sort of run last like last year, yeah. um, when Derrick Henry just went off. This is Dalvin Cook's year. Uh, he had a rough game today, but if Dalvin Cook goes on the type of tear Derrick Henry went on last year, they for sure could get that momentum going into the playoffs. Yeah, one final note. I think Kirk Cousins got all the jitters out of his system. He played really bad at the beginning of the year, but I think now they're kind of realizing he can feed Justin Jefferson, Adam Thielen. Yeah. Look for look for the right targets. Adam Thielen's out for this game too, so yeah. uh, if they get him back, that, that I think that's a dangerous sort of offense. Yeah. Uh, defense has definitely improved yeah. since the beginning of the year. Let Cook cook. Yeah, look, let Cook cook. Um, you guys got anything else to say? No. All right, we're going to come back to you with some closing thoughts after week 12. Stay tuned. All right, we're back with some closing thoughts uh, after week 12. It's not really after yet. Um, it is 8.41 on Sunday, so we got one more game to play tomorrow, uh, and we got the game going on right now. None of us know the score to that game. Pablo has been on the NFL app, so he might know. But um, we didn't give you some game picks this week, so we're sorry about that. Uh, if I did give you game picks, I would have been extremely wrong on a lot of accounts. So uh, just know that. Um, so, I mean, let, let's just call these last two games right now. Uh, I got the Packers winning tonight. And then uh, huge, huge upset tomorrow. Uh, Eagles are going to beat the Seahawks. Um I feel I think the Seahawks have beaten the I think they beat them twice last year. So the Eagles uh, or did the Eagles win last year against the Seahawks during the regular season and then uh, they lost them in the playoffs. They lost in the playoffs, but is that what happened? So I mean, they went one and one last year against the Seahawks. Um, yeah. Oh, so they. I mean, the Vikings could play the Seahawks too. So yeah. I forgot about that. I definitely see the Vikings winning that game. Sorry, a little carryover from last section, but. Uh, yeah, I think the Eagles can do it. I think they have enough to beat this team. I think if Carson Wentz shows up and plays to form, then um, they can definitely manhandle that defense, which is just not a good defense. And then uh, I can see... I, I, I mean, it's hard to make a case because Russell Wilson is just so good. Uh, but I can... I can it, yeah, there, it's a hard case to make seeing the Eagles defense step up and, you know, kind of minimizing this Seahawks game. It would have to be a high-scoring affair. Uh, but, I, I, I mean, any given Sunday, really, in this case, Monday. But give me the Eagles tomorrow. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> I'd say this is tough because, you know, I'm an Eagles fan and obviously the Seahawks are superior to the Eagles in pretty much every way. But like Steve said, like any any given week, if Carson Wentz shows up to play and he he does everything that he can on his end, then the Eagles they can win the game. They like they can win football games, right? But yeah, they definitely have enough there to do it. 
Yeah, obviously, the O-line is just, it's atrocious. I mean, like, some weeks are better than others, but pretty much, it's pretty consistent that every week it's it's not good. But, like we said, I've, I've said this before, <clears throat> Carson Wentz has opportunities when, like, you know, say people are breaking through and, like, he's going to get sacked. He has opportunities to throw the ball away, <clears throat> and he just doesn't do it. You know, he just diddles around back there and just gets taken down, and that that kills them every week. And then, obviously, interceptions. Like, if he throws no interceptions and he takes maybe one sack, I think the Eagles have a chance because the Eagles' defense, they're pretty good. The Eagles, has a, the Eagles have a pretty decent defense, but so I don't know. So this week, I'm going to go with Steve here, and I'm going to pick the Eagles to win. <laughs> and... It's that that is that is a very very hot take. Yeah. Because it's piping hot. Nobody right out of the oven. Yeah, like it's like butter on a hot biscuit. It is. But uh, like I I don't know anybody who's gonna be taking the Eagles tomorrow, but especially with Russell Wilson who's been outstanding all year. So I don't know, but you know if 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 things go right for the Eagles tomorrow and hopefully they do, then. The Eagles, the Eagles are going to take this one. I think it's going to be a very, very close game. Real quick, who do you have uh, Packers-Bears tonight? Um, I'm going to go with the Packers on this one. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Is, is Nick Foles still out? Yeah, uh, he's yes. still out. Yeah. Mitch Trubisky <clears throat> is making his return to yeah, football. The return, of, the return of Mitch Trubisky, the return of Jake Cates. Uh, yeah. If Nick Foles is not in the game... The Bears are not going to win. Now, obviously, Nick Foles has lost some games for the Bears, but Nick Foles is arguably, not arguably, well, arguably, one of the top three backup quarterbacks in NFL history. And, I mean, you know, you guys know I love Nick Foles, but since Nick Foles is out, Mitch Trubisky is in, the Bears do not take this one. I think Aaron Rodgers versus Mitch Trubisky you know, you take Aaron Rodgers every time there. So. Yeah. All right, Pablo, real quick, what are your game picks? Uh, I got the Packers. The It's 3-6. to six. Uh, The Bears were in the red zone, oh. and they did not score. So that's going to be a theme all game. Mitch Trubisky cannot perform in the red zone, so I'm taking the Packers. Um, it's a lot closer than a lot of people think it would be, but after that drive, I don't know what's going to happen with that dysfunctional offense. And... I'm going to go with the conservative choice. I'm taking the Seahawks. Yeah. It'll be close because the Seahawks play down or up, what whichever way you look. Or it depends on who they're playing. They'll either play down to their competitors or up. Um, but Carson Wentz cannot get his act together, so I'm taking the Seahawks seven days of the week out of seven. All right. Um, so those are the last of our game picks, really. I mean, like... You get to hear the other ones. Sorry about that. Uh, couldn't record earlier because Tommy had to leave. Uh, yeah, he, he's in Florida. So it, it was short notice. We couldn't get a podcast out. And he was actually driving the day that we were going to do it. Uh, yeah, so pretty rough stuff. But, yeah, we'll have game picks uh, for week 13 next week. I think we'll have Tom back. So, yeah. Um, I think he's out for two weeks. Well, yeah, I can I can get him on a call, though. Uh, yeah, yeah. So it's fine. Um, one, I, I'll give my one thought. Really, I mean, I this is kind of a section for me to rant about the Bills. Um, 
awful officiating in the Bills game. For anyone who's even watching that game, uh, really, it's it's probably not many people, but uh, I thought the refs were calling it fair for, like, the first half, but then uh, second half came around, and uh, NFL must have given them a memo, like, hey, you're calling this too fair for the Bills. So... uh, you know we're gonna we're gonna have you throw some flags that just don't deserve to be thrown whatsoever. There was two unsportsmanlike conduct penalties. One where Josh Allen <coughs> spun a football after he scored the touchdown and they threw the flag on him, and then another when Zach Mo- I, I I actually don't even know what he did. He stood up and he dropped. I, I guess he kind of threw it threw the football behind him, but he, he I mean it was after a long run. Uh, he just got tackled and he kind of threw the football back. After he was out of bounds, and uh, the ref threw the flag on him, I, it just baffles me. Absolutely baffles me. I don't, I don't know what was going on there, but uh, yeah, there was just some. There, there were more calls. I think there was a holding call on Deion Dawkins that was just wasn't a hold. Like he, he the, it, I mean, like if you looked at like what the definition of not a hold was, that's what that was. So yeah, dude, the NFL needs to work on their officiating. Um, that also happened today in the Patriots game. They had a punt return touchdown, which everyone loves to see. But it got called back because of a blindside block. The blocker on the Patriots did not even turn towards the opposing end zone, which is what a blindside block basically means when he blocks, when he like running down the field and he turns the opposite direction and just lays the guy out. He hit him shoulder to shoulder, and he wasn't even facing the other way. It was a very clean block. The commentators also agreed disagreed with the refs um and it was it was terrible um because the Patriots only ended up getting three points when they would have gotten seven um and the NFL really kind of needs to work on the officiating in general yeah this year this year it's been rough because they have to go by region for refs so people who have been working for years on crews uh they don't have that chemistry anymore really so I think they're kind of afraid to disagree with each other kind of because it's like you kind of saw that uh but like yeah, I mean, I feel like they, they'd feel more inclined to say... Like, there was a few flags thrown in the Bills game, too, where the guy said, come on, bro, that's not a flag. Like, I, I think it happened, like, three times. And, like, he said there was no flag on the play. And, like, it's just... They seemed a little flag happy today, and it just... It bothered me, but... Yeah, I'm going to give you guys the latest news. Um, COVID-related, the 49ers got kicked out of Levi Stadium on Saturday evening... Uh, Santa Clara County said no more sports in their county, and that's where the 49ers play. So the 49ers will be playing their last three home games. One of them is against the Bills. Oh, yeah, uh, Monday night next week. Yeah. yeah. Um, so they're looking at Arizona. They might be sharing a stadium with their in their in-division rivals, the Cardinals, or which I really want to see. I want to see them play in Oakland in the old Raiders stadium, oh, the Coliseum. Yeah. I want to see that happen so bad. Um, the decision will come out probably within the next few days, but this is this is going to be kind of cool to see kind of a team playing um, in not in their home turf, yeah. you know. It's, They're it's, homeless. Exactly. They're homeless. Happened with the Blue Jays. They couldn't play in Canada, so they had to play in Buffalo. So now... Uh... I'm officially a Blue Jays fan for baseball. I was uh, kind of uh, I, I I rotated through a few teams. I like the A's because of Moneyball, and then uh, I like the Yankees because they're in New York. Uh, so I mean, in Buffalo, it's you're either a Blue Jays or a Yankees <coughs> fan. But 
I think now that the Blue Jays officially played in football, or in football, in uh, Buffalo, then uh, I, I'm going to be a Blue Jays fan. But, yeah. Yeah. Not a, not a Blue Jays fan. They, uh, they beat the Phillies in the World Series on a walk-off home run, which was just not... Life, life as a Phillies fan is rough. Yeah. I mean, I mean, you, I mean, I, I don't know. You, you all have some championships. Yeah, I mean, I love the Yankees. The Yankees are great. Derek Jeter. Yeah. You know, favorite player of all time, right? Yeah, favorite player of all time. Yeah, I mean, I and then sport. yeah, another reason why I like the Yankees is because of Garrett Cole. Garrett Cole is one of. I think he's my favorite pitcher. I mean, he's just he's a he's an artist. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah, yeah, you, you gotta love Garrett Cole. I mean, but shout out Julia Rose. Julia Rose, yeah, for sure. Um, all right, you guys got anything else? Yeah, one last thought. Yeah. The Patriots need to get their offense together. They can win games. They've had six close games, one possession games. They've only won one of them. Two of them, if you count the Jets, so seven. Yeah. They. They can beat teams, but they are just not finishing. Um, I think they can win out. Their schedule is pretty easy. The Bills game is probably the toughest game left. I um, can see them winning that in New England. Yeah. It's going to be tough, but um, I think if the Patriots can get their offense under wraps, because the special teams and the defense is there, um, I can see them in the playoffs this year. Yeah. Uh I could see that too. Um, they, but they really got to up, up thing. You know, they got they got to make some yeah, things better. Cam needs to play better. Uh, he had like a, uh, like a forty QBR or no, uh, passer rating. Passer rating. It yeah. was it was really bad. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. I, I don't know about the Patriots. Uh, if they win next week, I think we can have them on trash or cash. Yeah. Yeah. yeah for I sure. think so. I've been waiting for that moment. Yeah. Um, all right, you guys got anything else? No. All right. Well, thank you all for listening. Uh, it's a little less exciting without Tom. He kind of adds the spice in our lives, you know. I feel a piece of my heart is missing when Tom is not around. So, uh, yeah, but I hope you enjoy it anyways. Um, thank you all for listening. We will talk to you, what is it, Thursday morning. It'll just be me and Pablo. Uh, So thank you all for tuning in. Talk to you then.